will of God is a problem for many Christians. Some Christians get confused when they hear about the will of God. They think about the will of God and they say, was what happened to me the will of God? Or they may ask the question, how can I know the will of God for my life? Or in a particular situation, what is God's will in this matter anyway? The question of the will of God is a problem in the church today. Many do not know how to determine God's will. Others don't care, and still others attempt to do so in the wrong ways. In order to serve him properly, you must know how to determine and follow the will of God. And what he has been saying, preparatory to this statement that we're looking at tonight, is if we are willing to serve him, if we are willing enough to place our bodies on the altar, if we are willing enough to have our minds renewed, if we are willing enough to be able to stand over against everything that is over against God, then we can know the will of God. And there is no other way to know the will of God. The will of God does not come, in other words, to those who are rebellious. They cannot expect to know God's will for their lives and in decisions they must make. The will of God is not easily understood by those who only partially care to serve God and are unwilling to lay themselves on that altar saying, Put me to death and let me follow Christ. To know God's will is a matter of being rightly related to God. God is not some kind of machine, we said. He is a person. And we must be in a personal relationship to him that is proper if we expect to determine that will of God for ourselves. Now, we have seen that our ways are not God's ways, and our thoughts are not God's thoughts. That's why we need to determine what God's will is, because our will and God's will do not always coincide and very frequently are at odds with one another. So it's important for us to know something about this will of God. I want to make a couple of distinctions that may be helpful to you as we consider this matter. There is such a thing as the decretive will of God as it is often called. That is what God from eternity past has decreed will happen. What is certain and sure, just as certain as the death of Christ, which he decreed would take place. That will of God is not the will of God about which we're speaking tonight. The only way that you can know 
what God has sovereignly decreed to take place is if he has specifically prophesied it in the scriptures. Men could know for a certainty, for example, that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, would come. That was prophesied. We can know for a certainty today that he will come again. That too is prophesied. But beyond those things that are prophesied beforehand, there is no way that you can know God's will in the sense of what he has sovereignly decreed will take place. All of that material belongs to Deuteronomy 29.29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. So when somebody says to you, I know absolutely that God is willing me to do so and so about a specific decision concerning which the word of God does not speak specifically, you know that that person is speaking beyond what he ought to say. And so often God has been blamed for what a person wanted to do and was not really what God was wanting him to do at all. It was not God's will. You cannot know the sovereign, decretive will of God beforehand unless he has prophesied it in Scripture. That is absolutely bedrock for your thinking about the will of God. Now, there's another sense in which the word, the will of God is used. That's the sense in which this passage is speaking. What God wants us to do. This is his moral will. Or what he has directed us to do. His directive will as it's sometimes called. This is what he has given us in scripture. This is what he has told us that he requires of us both to believe and to do. And in that sense, you can know the will of God insofar as Scripture has set forth those requirements. Now God's decretive, eternal, sovereign will may not always accord with what you do in relationship to these commands. You see, he may have decreed that things take place that are not in accord with what he called you to do in Scripture. And that confuses people. That creates problems for people. But it shouldn't. Because God's decretive will, his sovereign holy will, does not take place apart from human agency. When God decrees that such and such will take place, he decrees that it will take place in such a way that you and I are responsible for what happens. 
We do not feel compelled either to crook our fingers or uncrook our fingers. I feel no pressure upon me to go like that. I can leave it like this or go like that or like this or like that. Any one of those ways. I have nobody compelling me to do this. And yet from all eternity, it was known and it was certain that I would do this foolish thing in front of you tonight. However, I'm responsible for it because it was also determined how that would take place. And God determined that that would take place through a responsible human being who would want to do this and not this or this or something else. Now, that may confuse you all the more, but that's all right. You need to go home and sit down with that for about six years and think about that a little bit. God has ordained whatsoever comes to pass. Nothing happens apart from God's decretive sovereign will. Nothing takes place but what he has ordained. It could not possibly be some kind of a, a happenstance that God had not expected that God was not in control of it all takes place because God has ordained it but he has not ordained that things would take place in spite of us that's fatalism that's Mohammedanism fatalism says that you your number is up on July the 21st because or, or and you will die at 9 a.m. on July the 21st, regardless of what you do to try to keep it from happening. If your number is up on that day and at that hour, it will happen. That's fatalism. But biblical predestination says if your number is up on July the 21st at 9 a.m., it will happen because you were watching that girl and not watching the traffic light and got hit. It's your agency that is also involved. God ordains that his sovereign will takes place through responsible human agents, not apart from them. The means is ordained, the agency is ordained, as well as the end. So, that's the sovereign will of God. But this is not speaking about that. This is speaking about the declaratory will of God. What God says in his word you must do, what he requires of you, what he directs you to do, the directive or moral will of God. All these various terms are used to describe it. And you need to know what God wants you to do what God in his word tells you to do.